When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan from Desert Island X, recording an intro here in my kitchen. And this episode features comedian Jamali Maddox, who's very funny and also has what I think might be the most controversial music choice yet on the island. So uh, have a listen for that one. As well as being a very funny comic, you might have seen Jamali doing some documentaries for Vice, much like a previous guest of ours, Zing Seng. And he's also been on Live at the Apollo, like another previous guest who I haven't written down here, but I'm pretty sure that at least some of our guests have appeared on that, because we've had loads. And look, the thing is, I'm really tired, but what I'm trying to get at in a roundabout way is that there's loads of previous episodes just waiting for you to get stuck into, so why not go and have a listen? And subscribe and leave us a rating while you're there, because then you'll never miss a future episode. Now look, nearly there, but before we get started, I have to give a massive thank you and shout out to our listener Paul Manfully, aka Grand Mamster Flash on Twitter because he's only gone and made me a massive spreadsheet of all the choices from every guest on every episode of Desert Island Dicks and I'm just incredibly grateful because it's so much work and I can't wait to delve into it and get some stats from it and I don't know get a leaderboard going of who the biggest dick is ever and that sort of thing but look Thanks again, Paul. You are a much more patient man than me. And if you want, you can give him a follow on Twitter, at Mampers84. And you can find us there too, at DicksPod. Right, that's more than enough out of me. Here's some more of me, but this time talking to the very funny Jamali Maddox on Desert Island Dicks. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is chameleon, sorry not chameleon, he's a comedian, Jamali Maddox. How you doing mate? I like chameleon. Yeah. I think yeah. I might go with chameleon, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean you could be both, you could yeah. change colour and be funny You could be well. whatever you want to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's adjust to this new normal by doing something a bit different and just just say from the beginning, let's make this a positive podcast, even though we're going to be slagging people and things off. Be whoever you want to be. Um, And how are you today? I'm good, man. Can't complain. You know, just trying to to, to maintain through these weird times and, you know, and it's like everything's become longer now. So it's like, you know, getting on the train, you can't just sit on any seat. You know, you got to kind of mm. be conscious about social distancing. And it's just that sort of mental thing of, I don't know how much they're enforcing this mask rule. Because every mm. time I get on the train, there's people with no masks on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know how much they're enforcing it. So it's just trying to, you know, be that guy who's wearing a mask and not be too fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, I went to a and q the other day and it was mm. like all the staff had masks on, but I think maybe two of them actually had them over their faces. Yeah, everyone's got right like, around the nose. And yeah. it's just, yeah. I'm not going to go around snitching on everyone. No, of like, course. 
you know, if I can make my three-year-old son wear one, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's what it really boils down to. Because, like, look, none of us, well, I don't want to wear it. It's uncomfortable. Mm. It is uncomfortable. Like, to, you know, yeah. when people say it's not, it's very, when you're on a train and you just come back from work, you don't want to wear a fucking mask. But at the same time, it's like, I swear, I don't fucking swear. But, um, you know, it's just uncomfortable, isn't it? But you just, you know, it's just, it's just a, the thing to do in it so we're all getting used to it aren't we well maybe this will be a cathartic exercise for you then uh just telling us who and what you hate the most in the world how did you find the uh the process of whittling down your choices do you know what? it was tough because i didn't just want to do because i t- do you know what? the thing is like I, since since covid i've sort of turned to an amateur survivalist so mm. all of my brain now is like it's not even just people i hate because like the first question of who do you not want to be stuck with like at first it was just like you know the basics like Katie Hopkins and all those other people mm. we, we hate but I really thought if I was on a desert island who would I actually not want to be with do you know what I'm saying though because like yeah, you yeah. know Katie Hopkins is a annoying person but in terms of actual survival skills she might offer something yeah. <laughs> and then you never, you, know, know. you never know so or if not you <laughs> just you know eat her or something yeah true use her as a raft there do you something. go use her as a raft yeah um cool well let's get straight into it then uh who's going to be your first choice my first choice of someone that i would hate to be stuck on a desert island with and this is going to sound like a really strange choice but mm. it's going to be bear grills okay yeah 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 i'm gonna say because even though i think his survival skills are great i just think that he would be jarring to be around on a desert island forever because he has you know because he's like uh, he's, list, he's listed as a guy who knows how to survive. I feel like he'll be trying to take over all the time. And I think yeah. living with someone like that for the rest of my life would be too jarring. So I still had to take away survival expertise for just how annoying I think he would be. Yeah, he does actually pop up on here a bit. I mean, he like people don't like this guy considering mm. he'd be a real asset in, in many yeah. ways on the island. But I think it's, uh, as you say, like trying to sort of... G-, G you up and jolly you along because he's always talking about how important um, morale is yeah. and you can imagine him kind of going right let's sing some songs and you're like my morale isn't the same as yours yeah, like yeah, yeah, me singing a song with Bear grills isn't going to cheer me up no so, like, you need to find another angle make a balloon animal or something like. yeah and it's also that thing of that I'm stuck on a desert island right you just need the basics I just want food fire and a tent and he's going to be mm. trying to build a whole you know, woodwork city that, you know what I'm saying? He's going to want to have like a fish farm. And, do you know what I'm saying though? And it'll just become yeah. jarring. And he, and he looks like a guy who's a delegator and not a doer. Mm. He'll be like, yeah, so Jamali, you go climb up this tree and and you'd be trying to teach. And he's like, and I also hate when someone's better is more equipped to do something than you, but they want you to learn. Yeah. And he's just yeah. like, but, but you know how to do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So why do I need to learn how to do it? If you, we're on a desert island, brother. I got no, I can do something else. You know what I'm saying? I can weave yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. I'll work on my morale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why am I climbing the tree when you're obviously more skilled in that? So I think he would be. I think he would be like a jar to be around. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's it's like that sort of thing, you know, when you ask your parents to help you with your homework and they insist on making you work it out and you're like, yes. can you just tell me the answer so it's done and I can go and play outside? That is the perfect analogy. It's that analogy <laughs> when, you're, when your parents are like, you work it out and you go, but that's not the point. The point is survival. The point is to get the homework done. Yeah. So if you do it or I do it, let's just get it done quicker. Like, why, am, why are we messing about <laughs> and making me learn something? Because I'm going to forget it. 
You know what yeah. I mean? We all know I'm not going to be an astrophysicist. Is that, we're not. It's just, it's just Take not the box and move on. Because if I was going to be an astrophysicist, I wouldn't be asking you to help me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. be asking my, my, my painter and decorator dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I, so I think Bear Grylls would be just... Like, I think Bear Grylls gets a bad rap in terms of people think he's a bit of a, bit of a wanker. Like, I think he doesn't... I, I think he's, you know... He's just like any other dude who likes something too much, where it sort of becomes <laughs> their life and they become a bit jarring because of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like he would just be trying to weave in every conversation. Like, you know, you'd be at a dinner party and you'd be drinking wine. You go, oh, you know, this wine reminds me of wine I had in Peru. And you kind of go, oh, okay, why was you in Peru? And then he's mm. going to tell you the whole story about being in Peru and he broke his back yeah. or, the, you know, or some shit. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it feels like it's just too. So I find him annoying on that end, but I don't think he's like, you know, some people really hate Bear Grylls and I don't, I don't hate mm. him, you know what I mean? But I get the feeling he's one of those people who like, you know, he's very, his outward persona and what's going on in his internal monologue are very different. You know, like, you know, some people who like, you know, they think that showing anger or frustration is like a sign of weakness or something. So you can yeah, think yeah, like, yeah. is everything all right, mate? And they're like, yes, I'm fine. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're seething. I'm just going to walk over here for yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, he, and, and the day he does snap, I mean, he's got the skills to wipe you all out. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I just feel like he's this pressure cooker. He'd be like Rambo uh, first blood, you know, the one where the cops keep on messing with him and he just wants yeah, to be left alone yeah. and he starts killing it. Like, he doesn't even kill him, he just maims them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Bear Grylls is someone I'm gonna have to say nah man. Yeah, fair enough. I think as well when he loses, it, he's someone who'll probably just he'll just go missing for a while, and then every now and again, like a month later, you'll hear something in the bushes, and you're like, "What? That, that can't? Was that him? That was five years ago, and he's just living yeah. in a bush somewhere." Yeah. Yeah, and he'll just come out. He's invented a religion or something. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Like, he'll find some locals. Kind of... Yeah, he'll be like, yeah. you know, what's that film, man? <laughs> Um, 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 my movie Apocalypse Now. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse now. now. And you have Dennis Hopper run. He's a, he's a, he's a prophet, man. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just find it. I just find him like really, just like I just think that you want someone. Do you know who I wouldn't mind having with me? Mm. Ray Mears. Yeah, he's a sort of the softer side, isn't it? It's like I mean, a less no? competitive form yeah. of survival. <laughs> There's a difference between survivalist and bushcraft. I think you just yeah. need bushcraft. You know, yeah. like I think Bushcraft yeah. and you'd be like, I'll oh, just try it. Like, I think, you know, I think that guy, I think Bear Grylls would be trying to be like, listen, man, you got to wake up at 6 a.m. We got to get up by cracker door. And I'm, like, I'm on a desert island. I'm not mm. I'm not going to be waking up early and doing this and doing that. And I don't think you have yeah. to work every day. I think he's one of the guys where he thinks you have to work every day. And yeah. I, was, I think you've got to take some days off. I think that Bear Grylls would probably at some point try and like tell you some kind of parable or bible story whereas with ray mears you could be like ray i'm feeling lonely can you like read us all a, a native american folk tale to yeah, lure us by to the sleep fire. And make us, yeah make us feel better about the natural world yeah. we're living in whereas like i think with bear they'd always be like this is a story about jesus isn't it yeah, yeah. oh he's like a, he's like a hardcore keep... christian isn't he yeah yeah he's like a born again um, now isn't it? yeah and like you know fair enough to anyone in their beliefs but i just feel like yeah but not on the desert like, island yeah yeah, no, no, listen, fuck with that, mate. It's a desert island. I ain't gonna be stuck with. <laughs> I ain't gonna be stuck with the pastor on a desert island, mate. You know what I mean? Believe what you want to believe, but I don't want to be stuck with it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's move on to your second choice. Who's going to be joining Bear Grylls on the island? Um, I think my other choice would be, and this is a a strange one, is uh, a copy of myself. <laughs> okay. 
Like if I was stuck on a desert island with myself, I think that would be. Uh, I think that'd be mental. I think that would be jarring on many levels. I think the one jarring level of obviously you'd have to. I would have to deal with all of my um, negative uh, personality traits. Mm. You know what I mean? And then also just the surrealness of having to like be with myself. And it's, you know what I mean? I think mm. you'd go mad just having a conversation with yourself. Yeah. Because I think even like any amount of solitude is going to make you do a lot of self-examination mm. anyway. Mm. And you'll find things you're not necessarily happy with. But when yeah. you see yourself doing these things yeah. on top of it, you're like, oh man, what what's the other me doing? Yeah. And it's like, could you have a conversation with yourself? Like if, if, it, if there was like a direct copy of you, like, you would have all the same thoughts, so it wouldn't even be a conversation. It would just be, like, a saying the same thing, maybe. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, or you yeah, just, yeah. Ag- you'd just be constantly agreeing with yourself. Like, there's no, like, f- there, there, there's a joy in finding people who are like you, and you talk and you say things, and they go, oh, yeah, I believe that, too. Like, we, all, like most of our friendship groups somewhat have 95% of the same views and ideas as us, right? Mm. I think. That's, that's why they become your friendship circle. But to never be challenged would be mental. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, to never yeah. have... Because then you, no conversation would go anywhere of any entertaining value. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sorry if this is too meta. <laughs> no, no, no. It's great. It's great. I just find, like, you know, I'm a fairly content individual. You know, I don't think I have too many issues. But it's like, you know, being a parent, people kind of go, oh, it really sort of makes you learn about yourself. And that sort of implies that you learn good shit. But most of the mm. time, you just kind of go... Oh, I'm a bit of a dick, aren't I? I'm way yeah. more selfish than I thought. Yeah. I'm way more like this and that. I'm obsessed with these things. It's like I thought this was meant to make me feel better about my life, mm. but it is like holding a mirror up to yourself. So actually, having myself held up to myself, yeah. I think I'd find out that I was a dick very quickly. And any little skills you have, that's the mm. skill that would be that he would have as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So any any little minute non-survival skills you have, he would be that as well. You know what I'm saying. So if you yeah. can't fish, yourself can't fish either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So then there'll, just, there'll be no fishing. There's no like. There's no rate of improvement yeah. that you couldn't do by yourself at that point. Yeah, I mean, if it was sort of looked like you but was kind of the anti-you at least you could sort of cover yeah. all the bases but you know yeah. you're just sort of you're always going to be crap at those things yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're both going to be moving at the same slow rate that'd yeah. be horrifying yeah and you'd have the same ways of trying to fix things you're like maybe if we move the rock like this yeah, no that yeah, won't work yeah. have you got any other ideas yeah but they're all yours they're shit you know? even the even the chuckle brothers were slightly different yeah exactly you You just want like one step removed is enough yeah 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 but it's that direct copy of you would be i think would be um would be bad man yeah and then i mean god i suppose there's a potential if you're stuck there for long enough you could even i don't know depending on like who you're stuck with on the island maybe one of you eventually starts to turn a different way like one of you becomes Mm. really good mates with bear grills Ah. and then tries to sort of say to you I don't know what your problem is. I get on with them. I'm yeah, you. Yeah, like, and I'm you. Just, yeah, 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 I think yeah, you're just yeah. so not like, listening enough. And you're like, what the, what's he said to you? I guess because humans are multi-layered in that sense that, you know, we and like we change with our environment. So if one mm. of us has a different experience than the other copy of ourselves, then we would change and there would be a difference. And yeah, so then he becomes, he, he starts being friends with your enemies. Yeah. Yo, man, imagine that you being friends with Bear Grylls. That's horrifying. <laughs> And you turn up, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. And then and yeah, he's, he's laughing at all the Bear Grylls' like, Jesus stories. Like, <laughs> you're so smart, Bear. 
<laughs> oh no, and you're watching yourself do it. And you go, I'd never say that. Yeah, and it'd be worse. It's like you know when you see one of your mates get along with someone that you really dislike. Yeah. And you're like, what do they? You know, we've all got a mate who's friends with someone who's just a dick. And yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, you seeing that person? Yeah. yeah. And it, but it was you looking at them doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're looking at yourself, and then you kind of have to then question yourself, like, damn, do I like Bear Grylls? <laughs> like, do I deep down is there a part of me that likes Bear Grylls? I'd be, oh yeah. no. Yeah. No, it's a good choice, man. I think. Uh, I just think there's so many weird loopholes you get into, or like wor- wormholes of like psychiatry and yeah. psychology. You just turn yourself mad after a while. You would. I think, and that's another thing you got to think of when you're on a desert island is, you know, because I think, if, especially if you watch, I mean, as all good facts are films, like Cast Away or The Beach or whatever, one mm. of them films, you know, it's a sort of um, the fragility of being, you know, on a des- deserted island is, you know, ment- mental your mental mm. health. I think because everyone worries about the food and this and that, but yeah. you'd go mad. Like, you know, just going mental is one of the big, big issues, isn't it? Yeah. Fair enough. It's a good choice. And who's going to join the other you and Bear Grylls? I would say my friend T. T. Okay. And uh, tell us about T. T is, I grew up with him. Um, I've been, I went primary school with him. I've known him since primary school. Damn, I must have known this guy over 20 years now. And he's just like, and he's like, he's just one of them guys where all of my friends that know him don't know why I'm friends with him. Right. Because he's, yeah. he's just a dick. <laughs> and he's just, you know, and I, he's really lazy. And, uh, you know, and I think he would just get me killed on the island or, you know what I mean? And he's sort of like, he's got a way about himself where he he will make you go, like, you, you go to his house and you'd be like, yo, I've got to do this today. And they go, yeah, you could, but we'll just do it later. Let, let's just do something now. And then before you know it, it's like, you know, 10 o'clock at night and you're just smoking joints. And you're like, how did I get here? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's sort of like, you know, he's sort of my bad influence. Mm. And, uh, and I think he would just be a bad person to have with me on the desert island. <laughs> and do you think, is he the sort of character that uh, would, would deal well with being on a desert island himself? No, no, no. I think, but I think he would just take it too lightly. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, you know. And I think yeah. it's like, it's serious times. And I think and he's the type of guy where he knows that like, because he's one of the things of where he, he goes, he does a thing where he's a, he's a dick, 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 but then it's funny. And he knows yeah. he's being, you know what I mean? He knows that, mm. that, that his dickheadness will eventually be funny. So he would like mate up with Bear Grylls and the opposite me. And as he's like talking to them, he'll be winking at me like, I know this is annoying you. And it's hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I have to say, he's, he, 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 I would hate to be stuck with him. Yeah, so it sounds like, you know, you're going to be sort of, oh, we need to catch fish, we need to build a shelter. And he's kind of going, no, later, let's do it later. It'll yeah. be fine, it's okay. Yeah. And then before you yeah. know, it's a week later and we ain't done nothing. Yeah, and you're starving, now you're too weak to put up the shelter. And that exactly, exactly. Just, I think it would just kill me off. And do you think he's the sort of person where, like, the other people on the island are going to be sort of getting on your case, like, you know, Jamali, why are you mates with this guy? Oh, yeah, they would hate him. Yeah, Bear, Bear especially. I think Bear's <laughs> going to be the real... I think, I think opposite me would be fine with it. Yeah. Or, me, or me would be fine with it, like the other me. But I think mm. Bear Grylls and him would just hate each other. Because I think in terms of the spectrum of personality, I think Bear Grylls is the opposite spectrum of T. So, yeah, so Bear's, like, active doing good yeah, like yeah, challenging yeah. himself yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not yeah i think they're just, <laughs> i think they're polar opposites and would hate each other i like that we've got like quite the spectrum now because we've got bear at one end we've got t at the other we've got you and you in the middle yeah, 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 yeah. uh with one of you 
being like a mate, a potentially a sliding scale between yeah. the two polar opposites. And it could I mean, be like, me. I could be the guy on the sliding scale, like my yeah. version of myself. Yeah, mate. It's all, oh, it's man. All, it's all trippy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think I like the way you've constructed it so far. There's a lot. There's a lot that could happen. You yeah. know. I like to think that when we stop recording these these episodes, that you know, like somewhere there's just this like world unfolding and a parallel universe, <laughs> and that, you know, a parallel universe. <laughs> and I think you've picked like one with a lot of possibilities. It'd be interesting to see where it went. I mean, none of them that good, I don't think. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's going to end in tears somehow. But you know, that's the point of the of the podcast. So. I hear you. Yeah, good. Also, yeah, I think if you're trying to sort of, it's always tiring when you've got to defend an old friend that you've known for years and you can tell that your other mates are sort of a bit funny and you're sort of stuck in the middle like you know when you introduce two groups of mates and you're sort of like look 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 when you get to know this guy he's wicked but just be aware this is this thing that he does it's cool don't worry about it yeah it is hard I mean I've seen it happen I remember there was like and it wasn't like purposely but it's only after it happened I realised oh yeah those people would hate each other do you know what I'm saying (laughs) though Yeah, like yeah. it happened. It was in Amsterdam, and it was these two people, and I remember both of them after were like, "Who the fuck was that guy?" Like they both <laughs> just hated each other, and it was just like when I look back at it, I go, "Oh yeah, they're both what each other wouldn't like in people," <laughs> and I've sort of just brought them together. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, and it's in a weird, and we're in Amsterdam, which is a weird place yeah. to sort of be anyway. You know what I mean? Though it's like, yeah, you know. definitely. Definitely. Cool. Okay. Well, Jamali, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? See, what I did here was I did one that isn't my least favourite, but Mm -hmm. it does a reason why I picked it. And the drink is my least favourite drink, right? So I actually picked cheesecake as the one that I wouldn't want to be stuck with. And the reason, and I like cheesecake. But I think what would happen is if that's all I'm stuck with in terms of my item that's red. I'm, I'm guessing there was like it was the plane was a cheesecake plane. <laughs> so it has an, an abundant amount of cheesecake. It's not just one or two. Right. Yeah. I think it was like the dessert on the little yeah, tray. It was you like know, the dessert on the little got. tray. Right. And I just feel that I wouldn't want it to be ruined for me. Do you know what I'm saying mm. though? Because if you watch yeah. Groundhog Day. The whole thing mm. about Groundhog Day as well is like everything he loved or anything he enjoyed becomes shit because mm. it's just repetitive. You know what I'm saying? And because yeah. I wouldn't want my favourite dessert to become my least favourite thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, I think that would be an actual, I think that would be like a real head fuck is to have like your favourite food become yeah. your sort of like the bane of your existence. And I also think certain things would get if you had to eat the same thing over and over again, whatever it is, it's going to be painful. But certain things would almost be easier, like plain rice. You yeah. could probably keep eating that forever. I and grew it up on be plain rice. Fun. Yeah. yeah, but it's not going to be fun. But you, there's probably a limit to how low, how much you can hate it. Yeah. Whereas cheesecake, like it it's won't sickly. take that long. Yeah, and it's going to be like claggy and like warm and sort of, you know, when it's been left out and it's yeah. sort, of, sort of sweating a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, you ain't got no refrigeration in that. But like, no. like you said, like like a standard carb, you can just eat forever. Like I literally, for, when I from the ages of maybe, you know, a baby, to when I moved out my mum's, every day when she was cooking for me, rice and chicken. Mm. That's all I yeah. ate was rice. That every day was rice and chicken, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice. 
and you know it's and and again it does become a bit eh, but it's just you know you can eat it every day but when it becomes yeah. that luxury item you know and then when it's smeltering and doing all this nasty shit like i agree with you man it just becomes sickly yeah and, and it would become sort of cheesy like i didn't eat cheesecake for years when i was little because i was like a cheesecake that sounds disgusting <laughs> it's too and then i tried it and was like oh this is delicious oh i get it but you know when it's been left out it was a bit past its best and you're like Oh, I can taste the cheese now. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's not funny anymore. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And it's not—it's not a food that holds well, you know, mm. unless it's kept in the perfect conditions. And as well yeah. as it's, there's no—I'm I'm not even talking about like a topping. I'm not talking about like there's a variety of cheesecake. It's not like you've got a lemon cheesecake or a passion fruit cheesecake, and you've got some chocolate. You've got cheesecake, just American New York cheesecake, <laughs> thick yeah. crust, you know. <laughs> And there's not going to be that much water. You have to boil salt water and all that. And just, you know, no. to eat a cheesecake without something else is just, you know. And it's been on a plane to start with as well. So yeah. it started as a shit cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it plain cheesecake. That's, that's, what, that's what's worse about it. It's plain cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's horrible, man. What's your favourite flavour? Just plain. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, from a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally who's... a shit one. Yeah, you're mental if your favourite cheesecake is just plain cheesecake. Yeah. I had this memory recently that's like a bit like that. Like when I was little, like, so I grew up in Leicester. My gran lived in London and we used to go up on the train at the weekends to go and visit her. And for some reason, like in the 80s, in British Rail, they did these hamburgers, which I know can't have been nice. But, you know, when you're a kid and yeah. there's just this one thing you really like. Yeah. And I remember my brother going, what's your favourite? Do you like McDonald's or Burger King? I was like, no, I like the ones on the train. <laughs> and it was like my, my, and like... Obviously, they don't exist anymore. But yeah. can you imagine how bad that must have been? The worst, like the worst hamburger yeah. you could possibly get, like from a British rail train in the late eighties. Yeah, yeah. And I was obsessed by them, and that's kind of the equivalent of someone liking a cheesecake off a plane. Yeah, think, but like a few notches worse, if anything. A hundred percent. It is weird how there's those foods as a kid. Like I remember as a kid, I used to love, like, specifically the luncheon meat that you'd put in a sandwich, but it would be like a clown's face or a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I would, like, that's all I want in my sandwiches. Yeah. was this weird luncheon meat. And now I couldn't even smell it. Like, it's just so horrifying now. Do you know what I'm saying? But then yeah. it was like, and I remember being like, specifically, it would have to be a Pacific shape. But like, I used to think the bear one tasted different to the clown one. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying though? Just yeah. that, this is little minor things like that as a kid. And I'd be like, I'd love that sandwich. Like, like, I would look forward to lunch break so I could eat this, you know, all parts of the different animal. It's so weird, isn't it? Because it's like, on the one hand, I get it. It's more fun because there's a picture on it. And everything's more fun if it's yeah. in the shape of something else or there's a picture on it. But just like, let's just imagine like, you know, those things in the supermarket where they slice the ham and they put yeah. on that big wheel. Imagine just like a clown on there and they're just sort of slicing <laughs> Like, it's pretty dark. I mean, it is. It is. It is a really because obviously notion, that's where it comes from. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's what I'm going to tell my son if he ever asks for it. <laughs> <laughs> Nip that in the. Bun. Yes, well, I would never <laughs> give my kid no f weird luncheon meat now. No, you know what I'm no, saying though, right. like I would, or like even just like those oven, you know, chicken dippers and stuff. Like I just wouldn't. I just don't yeah. think I'd give it to them. Like and my mum, oh mate, that's all. I, but I was a '90s baby, so it was just you know, sunny delight. And chicken dippers. <laughs> Every now and again, though, I use it as an excuse to, like, there's something that I want to eat that I can't, you know, like chicken dippers. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. oh, I remember you used to make chicken dipper sandwiches and I love them yeah, like, yeah. when I'm hungover or something. 
now I've got a child. He might like him. Then I can nick a few on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm not touching this. It's disgusting. And I was like, shit, I've raised you too well already. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I bought him. I'm gonna, daddy's going to eat him. have a now. black bean sandwich. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your kid's like, I'll just have a tub of hummus, please. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is quite like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the palettes have changed, man. Yeah. Like, like you couldn't like, like my little sister is 16 and she doesn't like soda. Right. Yeah. Goes, go, go McDonald's. She's a vegetarian now as well, but she'll go McDonald's like when she was eating meat and would ask for water. Mm. And like, that's just like a, and I'm talking about when she was like in her, you know, early teens, like when I used to take a McDonald's when she was a kid and she yeah. was just like, not like Coke. And I just remember thinking that's mental, but it's just <laughs> the palate's changed, isn't it? Of the generation yeah. of palate's changed. You know, they, I think they're just a lot healthier. Like they don't smoke cigarettes. They don't, you know, mm. sniff glue. They don't sniff glue no more. Mad. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh well, well, more for the rest of us, <laughs> along with our our clown meat and British Rail hamburgers. <laughs> was he even choosing okay. that hamburger? Or was it just? Can't remember. I feel. I think there was. Yeah. yeah. But I think that was it. Like it was like bread, meat, yeah. cheese, bread. Like nothing. Was it like a Rustler's like, burger? You think that quality? Probably. I yeah. mean, it can't have been good. And I was like allowed them as my sort of like, oh, this will keep him quiet. On yeah, the yeah. Of course, kind of, of course. But, yeah, I just remembered it the other day, and I was like, "That is fucking bizarre." Yeah, man, that is weird. That's a weird. That's a weird choice of favorite burger. <laughs> I know, I know, and I, oh, and it must have been microwaved in the box because it had this real like plasticky smell. Anyway, man. um, so bad cheesecakes off a plane forever yeah. is your food choice. What are you gonna wash it down with then? Uh, my my worst one, what, red wine. Red wine. I okay. hate red wine. <laughs> like I absolutely did like I think it's the worst because I've had like and everyone's tried to convince me about red wine especially as I've got older into my nearly I'm nearly into my 30s now and people are trying to convince me but for me I've had an expensive glass and I've had you know a two pound bottle and it yeah. all tastes the same it all tastes like vinegar I just think it's foul it smells horrible it just makes me I just I, just, I think it's nasty man I, so, like, I've, I spoke about this before on the podcast, and I like red wine. I'm not very fussy with food and drink, as mm. you can tell from my train burgers. But, um, like, the thing, even though I like it, the thing that's pissing me off more and more these days is, like, it's always different. And, like, if you find one wine that you like, you'll come back and it might be one year later or something. Nah. You're like, why does this taste different? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it feels like in the year 2020, like I just want some consistency. It's like if I buy the same beer, it's always the same. Yeah. This makes me seem quite boring, but it's like every other product on earth have worked out how it to make the it the same. same. And like, and wine have gone, ah, it's part of our mystery. Like yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not supposed to because of the earth. And you're like, yeah, but everything's grown in the ground make it taste the yeah, same. yeah just, i want the same go. bottle of wine it shouldn't it shouldn't change year to year because yeah. if you have a bottle of heineken if you keep it in a cool place you drink that beer a year later most likely it's going to taste somewhat resemblance yeah. but wine is just i don't i, just, and I don't like how people i don't like people that love wine either and they really mm. go oh this is a and the body is sick and it's just, shut up what are you talking about it just tastes like vinegar <laughs> You know, right. they they really go on. Oh, it's this, and you can really taste the dust and 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 the you know the the yeah. the, the berries. It's like fuck off. It tastes like shit. It really annoys me, man. And now there's like a new you know in restaurants now like it's quite hipster to have like natural wine, and they that go oh go. yeah it's good because it's got like it doesn't have any of the chemicals and shit that they put in all the preservatives and stuff. Oh, do they put preservatives in oh, wine in that? 
Apparently so. Apparently there's or like which is great. Yeah, I you know I don't know what they put in it, but apparently this stuff's better. And sometimes you drink it and it's like this tastes like it smells like a farmyard. Like yeah. why are we pretending this is nice? Put the chemicals back in. I don't care. Like yeah, I mean that's it's the, not nicer. That's the one thing that I think as society we need to admit that putting chemicals in things does make it taste better. I'm not saying it's better for you, but it does make it. T- MSG is delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. It's that chi- yeah. that when you get Chinese food with SMG, it's better. You know, chemically modified foods are just but they just taste better. They're sweeter. They're juicier. You know what I'm saying? This idea that organic is better a lot of the times just isn't true. Well, I mean, yeah, like you say, it's like probably better for us, but not like in terms yeah. of what it tastes like. Yeah, and I think your choice of red wine as well. I mean, let's pair that with your shit cheesecake. And like that's that's clashing. That's horrible, isn't it? That's a real clash, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because cheesecake, yeah. cheese. Well, just cheese go with wine, though. Cheese and wine goes very well, but I think as soon as you add like the sweetness, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. make I the wine. So. I think that pairing would be horrifying. I think I'm not going to enjoy this desert island experience, man. No. <laughs> I mean, the one saving grace about picking red wine, it doesn't matter if it's like not cold. So, you know, that's one saving grace. But I think, yeah, it's not... And I think that's what I hate about red wine is you drink it warm. Like, I don't like <laughs> warm alcohol. I think that's... Mm. I, that, you know, like, the same with, like, whiskey. I'm not a big whiskey guy. And, you know, like, if I drink whiskey, I like JD with some Coke. Like, I don't mm. want, you know, expensive whiskey. You drink warm with no ice. And it's just, I mean, yeah. it's just like a really... It feels like a very... Wine, to me, feels like a very unenjoyable experience. And if my effect is I just want to get pissed, I think there's more enjoyable ways to do it, you know? Fair enough. And I think as well, it's something that's going to make you feel thirstier the more you drink it as well. It gives you a very dry mouth. Like, you know, you're just going to want a cold glass of water and you're never going to get it. No. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good a good choice. Uh, now, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Um, the first one, so my least favourite film, is called Warriors of Virtue. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Warriors of Virtue. So, I've looked this up, so I'm, I'm aware of what it is. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like some kind of weird, like, alt-right kind of propaganda film, it's doesn't it? Like, it's going to be about, like, going to be about the German soldiers or yeah, something. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, tell everyone, uh, give us a little so synopsis. So, the synopsis, so this came out when I was a kid, and basically what happened was is they had done a big push for this film. So, they thought this film was going to be huge. Mm. So, they had they made toys and all different types of stuff, like all different merchandise, because they thought it was going to be massive, right? Mm. And it turned out to be a flop. And basically what the film is, is this kid, he's getting bullied, and they chase him down the sewer. And it's proper, like, 90s, what they think tough kids look like. So it's got, like, you know, it's kids riding bikes, and one of them's got, like, a wristband with spikes on it. You know, that's the bullies. And he falls into the sewer water, and he goes into a different dimension, and when he goes to this different dimension, it's basically kangaroos that do martial arts. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they're like humanoid, they're sort of anamorphic kangaroos that do martial arts. And I remember as a kid, I liked it. And then I watched it back for nostalgia. And it's honestly one of the most terrible films. <laughs> 
I've ever seen in my life. And as you know, as a kid, it serves its purpose. I mean, it's just you know, you just want to see people doing yeah. kung fu and shit and jumping off the walls and all of that. But it's honestly horrifyingly bad. It looks very much like a group of people have sat there in a in a big boardroom and gone right. What do kids like? They like the Goonies. They like Ninja, the Ninja Turtles. Turtles. <laughs> they like Star Wars. And they've tried to put all of it together. You're like, right, they're in a sewer. Uh, they ride bikes. There's a geeky kid who's going to come good eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a bit of fantasy. Looks a bit like the Ewoks sort of yeah, like yeah, the yeah, forest yeah. land. And it's like, well, you know, it's, it's obviously why, you know, you can't just kind of take a load of good ingredients and smash them together no. and make something else good, you know. But it looks so designed by committee. And it the fact that they did loads mad. of merchandising. They obviously had that in mind at the beginning. I used to have the toys. I remember I used to have the toys. Because you could buy the toys, um, I think, up until a couple of years ago, that's how much they didn't shift. That you mm. could buy the toys at, like, pound shops. Right. And you see them. You know when you ever go into some shops that sell nothing but everything? Yeah. you know those ones you see them like you live in London yeah yeah you see yeah. them in London they'll sell like Rizzler and a samurai sword you know those <laughs> type of little shops like yeah and yeah. you get like cleaning products there and they basically um sell still sell those toys sometimes you can find them um I'm just looking up right yeah. now because I want to see what the budget was because the budget oh the budget was 35 million dollars wow and it that's only, a long time ago and this was well. 997 and then it made six and a half million <laughs> so wow. it's a bad flop and it and I like imdb rotten tomatoes gave it 18 percent empire reviewed it as two point two out of five like it's bad man but man, um that, that on terrible. repeat i think there's nothing worse than like just a horrifyingly bad film on repeat and it's like all the worst traits in a film where it's predictable storyline it's sort of nonsensical and just to have that, and it's like a, and it's like a long film. I think as well, like it's one of those films that you watch the trailer for it, and you suddenly go, "Oh my god, it was 1997." This feels like it was made in the early 80s or something. Yeah. It looks so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say words like, "I hate when they have these kids trying to be tough guys," and they'll say stuff like, "Yeah, scram," and it's just that it just really does my nothing because you watch it and you go, "I." Who would get bullied by this kid? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah. Is, and then, you know, and at yeah, the end, yeah. the nerd then does karate, and it's just, oh, it's bad, man. And it's like, I know, you know, obviously, they as a studio, they can't just have kids swearing and stuff, but it's like, this is like someone from 20 years earlier remembering what their childhood might have been like, and no one's checked with it. At least check with some kids, like, is this vaguely believable? Is this relatable? Yeah, it's just this shit, and it's like, you know, and there's like, the girl's there and the girl fancies the nerd, but she can't say it because she's hanging out. It's just like, what the hell are we watching, man? And then it's just... And it, and it makes no sense to why, when he goes in the water in the sewer, that he ends up in another dimension. Like, it's never explained. It never goes like, oh, you yeah. was holding a certain stone yeah. or it was a certain time. It's just like, nah, if you jump in the sewer, you go to a different dimension. Yeah, it's not like he finds someone else down there, like just like a you know public engineer who just slipped down once because he wasn't wearing a harness. Yeah. And he was like, oh my God, you fell through too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If no one else has ever fell through this dimension, it's mad. It's yeah. like mad. And I posted yeah. it on my Instagram story and someone was like, oh my God, I thought I dreamt this film. Because it's just such a mad film that everyone kind of, like a lot of people saw and people have it in their head, but they go, did that happen? Did I really see this film? Because it's just such a mad film of kangaroos 
doing kung fu. Yeah, and it sort of because it looks a bit like lots of other things that you've seen. Mm. It feels like maybe you've seen it as well. It's like, but is this? Oh no, I think I'm getting confused with that Dolph Lundgren He Man film. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. that, bit of Goonies, bit of everything. Yeah, man, and it's just mouthed up into like a really bad film. And they put, but like when you put 35 million into a film in 1997, you but you really believed that that film was going to be big. But I think ninety nine, I think the nineties, especially the late nineties, mid to late nineties, there was a lot of those things where they were just trying to have another version of a thing that was popular, you know. Mm. So they had like, you know, I'm sure there was like a bunch of Terminator like films or a bunch of Rambo like films or you know what I'm saying, Goonie type mm. films. And they do it with kids a lot. Like I remember, you know, you had, obviously had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then you had Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. Like, well, this is that's just one state. You're like, okay, they're not mice. I mean, they're not turtles, but they also live in sewers. Yeah, mice. You know, like they're they're not ninjas. They're bikers. You know. Do you remember there was one where the sharks lived on like lived? I think the sharks lived in the sewer, and they would like it was like these sharks with human bodies. I thought, was it called land sharks? Yeah, you remember yes. that, right? I actually saw a biker mice, a biker mice um, Halloween costume at the car boots up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was at the car boot sound as a Halloween biker mice costume. And it was like, bruh. That's going to take a lot of explaining for kids these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. I, I remember biker mice. I remember that. I had all the toys of biker mice. And one guy had like the eye patch and he used to have the earrings and that. That was such a mad thing. Yeah, I just had biker mice. I wonder if someone's worked out a formula of like the amount of times you can just take a concept and twist it slightly and still be commercially successful. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I think Biker Mice wasn't a huge flop though, was it? I remember, it, I remember, I, I remember Biker Mice and I, mean, I had the toys, so I don't think it could have been that bad. Because mm. you had, we had Pokemon, mm. then you had Digimon, you know, mm. like there was an era where it was just putting Mon at the end of things you capture. You know, yeah. that was like the yeah. big thing. Or what people wanted to do was make things that could be transferred into cards. So you had Yu-Gi-Oh, you had, you know. And then there mm. was like, there was sort of book Beyblades. Beyblades was, that was the big one, Beyblades, when I was a kid. All of these things, they obviously start with the merchandising first, don't they? And yeah. then they kind of... It's mad. Yeah, so, and what was the name? So Lords of, no, what's it called? Warriors of Fortune. Virtue. Virtue. Yeah, Warriors of Virtue. Yeah, it's a weird, weird title. Yeah, it's a strange, it was just all, it was this all-round strange movie that they really had high hopes for, and it just didn't pan out, mm. and it just really done terribly, and lost a lot of money. I think... It's one of those type of flops where people lost their job over it, you know? All right, so that's going to be your film choice then. And uh, what what's your song choice going to be? My song choice would be Anything from the Beatles. Wow, so that's a controversial one, right? <laughs> Anything from the Beatles. I just, uh, just, just, just don't get it, mate. Wow. And what is it? Because obviously, as I say, it's controversial. What, what is it particularly about the Beatles? That just you boring. Like? <laughs> just don't get it, mate. Absolutely never got it. Don't get what I'm listening to. It was either Beatles or um, I was going to pick, um, you know, that mu- like sort of that music where they, where they scream, you know, they go, yeah, like bah, sort bah, of death bah, metal bah. or something like that. Yeah, I think that's. It's weird because, like, when it comes to, like, rap music, I can mm. understand multi-salamics and... Do you know what I'm saying? Though? Like, I, I pick up on mm. every single word they're saying. I pick up on the premise and that. But band music, you see when they, like, they, they sort of sing, like, band music, I generally cannot pick up on the words. <laughs> okay. Like, even, yeah. like, even if I'm listening to, like, some band music, I really don't understand. Like, my brain doesn't comprehend what they're saying. <laughs> 
And the Beatles and is the... one of them. Like, I don't know Beatles lyrics. All I know is We All Live in the Yellow Submarine. I don't know what the rest of the song is. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to pick one beat, I mean, that's probably the one that you need to know the lyrics about the la- the least. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but, but, yeah, but I just, I, find, I just find the Beatles just, just, I just, just don't, I just don't get it. I just really mm. don't get the hype about it, man. I feel like, you know, so I'm not, uh, I mean, I like the Beatles. I'm not someone who knows everything about them. Like, I'm not kind of an evangelist or anything like that. But, um, I mean, it is a big controversy. I like the controversial choices, so I can tell there's going to be. <laughs> but I think, you know what, for every person screaming at their uh, their phone, just going, what, the Beatles, you can't, you can't. There's probably quite a lot of people who are like, yes, I've thought this for ages and wasn't ever allowed to say it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's, just, it's, one just, those... it's just fine. You know, like people going like it re- the revolution. It wasn't. It. it was just a guy singing while the rest of them played an instrument, and it was and it sounded fine. You know, there's no there's no big heavy songs that like that that resonate and that really hit you in the spirit. It's all just kind of there. Like the Beach Boy, like like they just they just sound like the you know they have the same level of effect to me as the Beach Boys. Right. Okay. I think. For me, one thing that I, I suppose, like, as I get older and older, it's like, I can respect a lot of bands and people and things, but it's like when there's almost, there's a level where there's too much adulation about them. Yeah. And I think with the Beatles, like, I know someone who's like obsessed by the Beatles and they've got this book at a car boot sale. It's like a big 400 page book, mm. um, all about the Beatles or so he thought, cause he got in there, he started reading it when he got home and it covers all the history leading up to the point where the Beatles formed. Yeah, so it's all the shit. social history until they formed and then the book ends and he was like, This isn't even yeah. this is just about the social background, which is kind of interesting. But at the point when you're writing a four hundred page book about that, maybe you need to start listening to another band. Because yeah, maybe too cold. you've 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 got you know, you know enough right now. Yeah. And this isn't really a book about the Beatles. This is a book about social history in the early sixties or something, you know? Yeah. Like maybe move on now. And the fact that someone wrote a whole book, like, this is the social history about a mediocre band <laughs> that made media. And then they do this weird thing where they're all playing, like, Indian guitars. And it's just like, what am I watching, man? You know, what, what am I listening to? This, this stuff's trash. Absolute garbage, mate. Right? And it's like, you know, and Liverpool, oh, my God, they love the Beatles. Like, it's just, like, I played at this one venue and the guy was like, you know, this was like the place that the Beatles done their first show. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. You know, <laughs> who cares? I, I guess, like, that's the thing with a band that have been so prolific. There's so many. It's like, you know, you go to, like, churches around Europe and they're like, oh, we have this very sacred artifact. It's the toenail of a saint that once did this thing near Jesus. And you're uh. like, uh, and it's like a bit like that with the Beatles. You're like, rumour has it that... Uh, and prolific point, how, though? Like, how many big songs did they have? I think they've got quite a lot. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to be sort of diplomatic here, but I, I don't know, like, I suppose one person described them as like, because their career was seven years long. So they went from being the equivalent of like a One Direction to mm-hmm. being a sort of a radio head within seven years. So I think that, as someone who struggles to get anything done ever, I mm. quite respect that. You know? I'm looking. I'm looking at um, their albums on Spotify right now. The Abbey Road album, forty mm. songs. Come on, forty songs, mate. Not even Tupac has a forty <laughs> song album. The albums are too long, mate. Forty songs. Sergeant Pepper, that uh, sounds trash. Um, Rubber Soul. Not even going to look at that. 
It's just, yeah, man. I just, I just, I just, I just think it's just, 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 just having to listen to any of their songs on repeat would just, I just, I think I'd gore my eyes out. <laughs> I think Bear Grylls would definitely be a fan. So that's yeah, thing that's another reason. Bear Grylls would love the Beatles. <laughs> he would like, he, he, yeah, he would love them. I just, yeah, I, I, I can't listen to them, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, you know what? And every now and again, I get a choice where I'm like, I love how controversial this is and i can just imagine everyone at home just sort of like this is kind of you know <laughs> doing the equivalent of breaking the internet yeah but, uh, people are gonna be so mad at this but every now and again i find it really hard to like uh to chip back in because uh, i've just started listening to the beatles with my son and i'm like this is such a great introduction to like music for show, my him, son. show him show him show him show him show him biggie ready to die Stop yeah, showing I mean, the Beatles. That's what he needs to listen to. Well, my plan is to do both. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just gonna, with you. I'm just playing with you. I mean, there's no way he's not going to listen to some Biggie Smalls at some point, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's seminal in a different way. Um, of course. But yeah, fair enough. So any song by the Beatles. Right. Now, uh, Jamali, finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? I would say a cat. Okay. I have a cat. I like cats. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, me too. But I, I ain't got an issue with cats, but we've got to look where we are. There's an island, you don't mm. want them. You know what I mean? Because it's like, even once you domesticate them, they they offer no help. You yeah. know what I mean? They don't hunt for you. It's not like a dog where a dog will hunt, guard, do this, do that. If you If a cat finds food, it will eat the food. It won't bring it to you. Oh, yeah. yeah do you know what I'm saying, definitely. though? Like, yeah. even when they bring you a dead bird, they're not bringing you that dead bird like, look, eat. It's bringing you a dead bird of like, look what I did, you know? Yeah, yeah. Witness my power. Yeah, witness my power. Because <laughs> it's like cats, it's that, it's that old saying where you're, you own dogs, cats own people, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you're, you're sort of a whim to your cat. And I've got a mm. cat, and I love my cat. My cat's a good cat. Like, my cat doesn't scratch people. You know, my, when my little cousin was mad little and... He's like stroking it too hard. It doesn't, you know, bite and that. Because some cats, you know, scratch it if it's getting stroked too hard with kids. Mm. Never did none of that. You know, really nice cat. But then on a desert island, it's just worthless. Yeah, I mean, as I record this, my cat is sitting next to me on the bed. And, you know, he's a lovely boy. But, you know, pretty useless. And he's he's eight years old. He's only getting lazier as, as time goes yeah. on. And, I mean, what I like about cats is that, you know, people go, oh, dogs, you know, man's best friend. They're always so pleased to see you. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, if you meet a person like that, it's, yeah. there's, it's a bit too much. It's and like, how dogs are, are you overwhelming. so excited? Yeah, like, I've just been in the shop for five minutes. Like, calm down. Yeah. This is too <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. You know. And then and when like, dogs are aloof, it's not a good thing either. You know, yeah. like you kind of don't want your dog not to care about you either. Like, yeah, you know you're right. like on the desert island, you need a team of people that are going to like die for each other. Yeah. You know, they're not going to stop until they found the food or like solve the problem or make sure everyone's safe. Whereas like if everyone was just like a cat, you'd be like, all right, fuck you then. I'm going to go and eat and yeah. then maybe do something. But I'm not telling you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. And they just and they just go like, and cats have different owners. Like I had a, I got a cat. My cat just went missing for three weeks, and mm. come back, looked fed, looked yeah. cared for. Like I went holiday, and so the people across the road started feeding my cat. Mm. So my cat goes there now constantly <laughs> looking for. Do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah. Like there's no loyalty in them. Yeah. There's no loyalty it, in cats, and you can't. And like worst comes to worst. If the cats overrun the island, you can't really even eat a cat, I don't think. No, it's not going to be great, I don't think. No. And and it's that thing of, like, you know, doesn't matter that you're, like, 
basically you know your cat's part of the family you've nurtured and loved it since it was a kitten but still every now and again you're like do you want you know try and give it a stroke or a cuddle and it's just like fuck you man what are you doing what are you doing like you know like you're trying to do something really weird to it and you're like oh well all right yeah like your cat your cat would just and like the thing is about your cat as well is that it won't miss you when you're gone like if i have my my cat now love you know nice cat jumps on your lap for a stroke lovely cat if we just went missing the cat would go okay i guess i'm feral now like there's no like a dog will try and find you yeah there's none of that like sitting by its owner's grave no no with a cat no cats don't care i mean you might get one in a blue moon but you know Mm. cats in general just i just think on a desert island you're gonna want something a bit more that you could use yeah for survival as opposed to just having there that and it just eats extra food and doesn't help yeah or even if you couldn't use it just something that you could sort of like just offload with and just sort of enjoy the company of, yeah. you know like you know you've had a hard day with the other you and your mate who's not really pulling his weight yeah. and bear grills and you're just like oh there's that animal let's bond let's yeah. have a nice cuddle and it's true what you say though you could have that cat for 30 years and then you go and stroke it and it's just like so, do i know you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know it's just yeah and they're just you know and i think they're just, they are the ultimate dick of yeah. of the of the animal world and I, and I love them I'm a cat man I'm a dog man deep in my heart I'm a dog man but like I love mm. cats man I like animals in general you know but yeah, you same. know these cats are just I just you know on a desert island they're just the worst one to have have you ever yeah. met a cat owner where their cats are kind of strangely affectionate like there's this one girl I know and she has two house cats mm. And she uh, and and they can't go out because it's in like downtown LA, you yeah. know. So that you just can't let them out, and um, and they're just strange, man. Like they're too, <laughs> they're just way too affectionate, and they just like they wake her up in the morning, and it's just it's too much. And you go, your cat should act like that. Yeah, it's you know? a bit suspicious. Maybe it's like, is this because they don't go out? This is the only change of scene they've got. I really so don't know what it is, man. But I've know. met the cats too, and they're just strange cats, man. Like one of them, <laughs> yeah, one of them's got like boss eyes and is weird. But the other cats, like, it's just they're just strange. I just, I don't think your cat should be that affectionate. Yeah, I mean, you know, like as I said, my cats asleep on the bed next to me as I record this, mm. and you know, some animals. I would maybe feel bad about being so rude about them and their species in front of them, you know, even though they can't understand. Of course, you know, of course. At this yeah, point, yeah. you know, you feel a bit aware of it. Well, the only reason people, I yeah. don't mind is like, I know I don't mind saying cats are idiots next to my cat because I know he doesn't give a fuck about what I think. He would agree with any you. of my opinions. He's like, yeah, whatever, you fucking loser. Yeah, and he care. would agree with you if you would be like, you're a dick, and he'd go, yeah. Yeah, so are you. What? Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. care, bruv. He would do that thing of, like, he would try and make you flinch. <laughs> he got <go>, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going to punch you and make you flinch and that. Yeah, he's like, I'm still the boss around here. Yeah. Fuck stick. Yeah, good. Uh, a fine choice, Jamali. And, uh, yeah, added to the rest of your choice. I think you've made a, a pretty horrendous habitat for yourself and for everyone else. So, uh, you've succeeded Great. very well in the... In the um, in the point of this uh, this podcast, so well done. I'm glad. And now, Jamali, where can uh, people sort of hear or see more of you at the minute? Well, I mean, with lockdown, it's, you ain't going to be seeing much of me, really. I mean, I'm, I'm on all the socials under my name, Jamali Maddox, and uh, I'm going to try, I, I just thought about it today, I'm going to try and do some outdoor shows, you know, if the mm-hmm. weather holds up yeah, and doesn't get worse. So I'm going to try and do some live stuff, because I know there's like a... Um, people are trying to experiment with stuff, doing it outside or doing it on rooftops. So I might try and do some, you know, Jamali and friends and stuff. So um, look out for that. 
but that's about it really cool nice one well thanks again for coming on desert thanks island for having me, today. brother all right bye